This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is on a banana ban. and welcome to episode 238 of Movie Drone. I'm asleep by 6pm, literally every night, Steve. I'm officially negative, Mark. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't correlate with your one, but it's you a celebration, should, isn't it? You should have, um, you should have uh, recorded you gagging while you've done the test. It's not pretty, mate. I can't even brush my teeth without gagging. <laughs> you should have recorded yourself. It would have been great. If you want to know the, the truth, start. there was snot coming out my nose and everything. <laughs> There was a stringer. <laughs> Lovely. So yeah. yeah, just to we we're lucky that well I'll say we're lucky. Um but you ne- we nearly didn't do it because if you'd had coronavirus, we probably would have had to have uh, put it off. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm negative. negative. I'm just a bit poorly sick then. Yeah, I suppose you you are negative most of the time, but you yeah. are officially negative. Yeah. Well done. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. How have you been? I've been all right, mate. The butler didn't do it. Did not? No, it wasn't a butler, it was a director. Oh. Did you did you dress up? No. No, just about just about got there, mate. Got there, grabbed a quick drink, and it was time to go in. Bit weird, it was. Bit weird. Spent about an hour and forty five minutes trying to solve a murder that turns out it weren't a murder; it was an accident. And it, the murder we were solving happened in the last ten minutes. Oh shit! And it could have been any of them. Any of them had motive, and it was just whoever they made up on the night, really. So shit. It was rough around the edges, <laughs> shall we say, mate? <laughs> Did you have to do it with other people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my worst had, nightmare. Had a, um, that, that's my fucking worst nightmare. That. Well, we had a weird mix of people. We had two Cockney women, older Cockney women, who was out for a proper old laugh. <laughs> we had a couple who looked like they were parents and were trying to escape for the night and just wanted to sleep. <laughs> we had two army people. One was an officer, one was an army psychologist. Really? And then an old couple. I assume they were still there at the end. And then fucking you. And then me. And then you and uh, yeah. and your lovely missus. Yeah, and you, it, it, you turned up and ruined the night. It was all right, mate. But we went out after into Brighton. Never been to Brighton before. Went out into Brighton town. Stood waiting for 20 minutes for a drink. Um, <laughs> you said, what did you say? You've never been to Brighton? Never been to Brighton. Have you not? No, first time at Brighton. Mm. Um, so yeah, stood in this really loud bar waiting for a drink. Finally got a drink. Decided I wasn't sitting inside because it was too loud. Went outside, got halfway through and went, can we go back to the hotel now? And she was like, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so we're too old for that shit now, mate. We don't do any of that. I can't believe you went all the way to Brighton just, yeah. to, just for a shitty I mean, way. It's not all the ways. It's just like hour and a half. It's still a little it's way, not, isn't it? Not a huge it's a shit way. journey, though. There's no motorways in that. It's no. Shit journey, it was all right. Well, I've crossed 25. Oh, it was shit. It was fine, mate. Shit. No issues shit. whatsoever. Woke up in the morning, had a bit of a lay-in, went on the mooch for a calf. Can't find a calf in Brighton. Couldn't find a calf, mate. There's loads of calves. It's a fucking stag and M weekend place. Could There's loads of calves. Could not find a calf, mate, uh. I tell you. Down all these streets, and then as we walked back to get the car, I went, oh, literally next to the hotel, an American bar and diner thing. I went, I bet they do a breakfast. Walked over. Breakfast look amazing, mate. Still serving breakfast? No, we stop at quarter to 12. Guess what the time was, mate? Quarter to fucking 12. <laughs> 
<laughs> Drive all the way back to Sydney. Why, why are you trying to get a breakfast at lunchtime anyway? Well, get bought, the fuck up. Well, get we had, up. Why, we've get gone up. over the pier by that point. I'd had to wander. I'd never been on the pier, so I had to wander around the pier. <laughs> little mooch around there, up through the streets. Well, so you're just doing it the wrong way around, aren't you? Well, go for breakfast, then go to the pier. Came back and had an old street breakfast, though, so it weren't all bad, weren't right. all bad. Had a game of Dungeons and Dragons last night. <laughs> Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. Dungeons and Dragons. Kids started losing interest about half hour in, so I wrapped the story up pretty quick, but <laughs> they seemed to enjoy themselves. Did they? I was the dungeon master making up the rules. You it was the, fun. You got the little figures? You don't use figures. Don't you? What no. Else? no, is that Warhammer? Then? I think you're thinking of Warhammer. You just use dice, oh. and that decides. And, and your you, imagination. You can yeah, you just make shit yeah, up. It's no great. good for me, mate. No great, for me. great. It was. I, I need the visual thing. I need the, yeah. I need the, the, the little figures. Yeah, you wouldn't be a good dungeon master. That would be me, mate. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I've got my project sorted. That's good, isn't it? So we got photo period growth in allium species. So if anyone's got any questions about that, I'm ha- I'm not going to do a Steve. I'm happy to answer them. I'm not going to get all upset about it. You know, happy to discuss it. I'm not going to put anyone on a ban. But it's exciting. I'm getting all my project plan sorted. Start taking some data in about April. It's going to be fun, isn't it? All right. Designed it all. Fun. Right, everyone can wake up. Yeah, yeah, right. In case anyone's falling well, asleep. Actually, don't wake up yet, because Steve, how's your week been? <laughs> uh, it's not been much different, actually. Yeah. Yeah, a Groundhog Day recently, wasn't it? And I've, I've been speaking to everyone at work, and it just feels like Groundhog Day yeah. at the moment. So I ain't really doing a lot a lot different, mate. So um, Etsy came through. Yeah? Yeah, you got your present. Yeah, I'm using yeah. it as a sock hider at the moment, because <laughs> I know you're taking me out of my socks. <laughs> so... Is that what you're I know doing? you've got a sock obsession. Is that what you're doing? Hiding, mine, yeah. hiding your feet behind that? Yeah, my, black, that? my Blackberry socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you got your present. Oh, so, so I mean, you can open that. Um, in, I like the way you like. you've wrapped it in Christmas paper. Well, it's Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, she did. She said that she sent one out. Yeah. So this is apparently there's one sitting in a warehouse somewhere with the postal strikes that we had. Oh. So I don't know. You might get a freebie turn up. I don't there. really want it. No. I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> it would be not much use to me, okay. but um, but yeah. So this is obviously still the the highlight. This is this is obviously uh, uh what I what I get to do. I'm asleep by six o'clock most nights. You know, it's all right. It's what it's what you have to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's what you have to do. Well, thank you very much for the Christmas present, anyway, right. and going to the effort of wrapping it. I mean, or getting jilted. I mean, I I left it like right. this morning. I I left it on the table in the kitchen, yeah. and yeah. I hoped that it would be wrapped when I came home. It wasn't, and it fucking was. Was it? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Good shit. old it was Amazing. She came right through. But uh, Tim update. I don't know. Again, yeah. have you heard from Tim? I haven't heard from Tim no. this week. He's. Uh, do you know what? He's probably officially now sobered up. Do you think? You know what I mean? Like from last year, or his head like, down in shame, <laughs> one or the <laughs> yeah, other. He's thrown his. Yeah, funny on the face, but uh, but no, he, he could have officially sobered up and just realised like that he doesn't really like talking to anyone. And that's, that's how he got yeah, through it. People, yeah, it, it was beer that helped me. And actually, <laughs> I don't like people. Yeah, good. Uh, well, imagine that. Yeah. I think that must happen to some people. I think it, it probably so, does, mate. Over, just waiting for Lee to yeah. get to that point now. So, uh, so yeah, that's it, really, mate. I'm not giving a banana update. No yeah. one really wants to know bananas. Weirdly, mate, I think people do. What? I, I, but I think you've <laughs> you've set your thing out. No, we're they don't. Bit, we're a little bit scared of asking. Yeah. <laughs> I had Elmo in my office this week talking about phase three bananas because his mate does all the bananas from the docks. Does he? Yeah. Oh, what? What? The, uh, the Chiquita? Is yeah. that where he works? I don't, I don't know. Docks, yeah, is I don't it? know, mate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so I might, might introduce you to a new friend soon. You never <laughs> maybe, know. Maybe I can get my stuff out of there quicker because yeah, yeah. it seemed to take fucking hours, mate. Right. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what update you want. They're, they're exactly the same all the time, aren't they? I don't know. Is there a good season for bananas? <laughs> they grown all year round. Because obviously we have different seasons. Do you different have different cults, qualities? Yes. Are they grown slower? Are they grown quicker? Does photo period matter to them? <laughs> I want to know all these things, mate. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I'll get you a book or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't really know the answers to that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing it that long. <laughs> and what I do do is a bit of a clusterfuck. You just look it? at the boxes, they go and go, yep, they're yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> A bit too yellow. Uh, yeah. Turn them out quicker, a bit too green. Keep on hold of them a bit longer. Sounds, that's sounds good, it, mate. That's about it. So, mate, yeah. after that amazing update, got any thanks? Yes, mate. I've got thanks to Right Stuff Reviews, Soundtrack Your Life, Lee, not sure if he did retweet, but I didn't delete him, Keith Noakes, Jamie Irwin, WTM, Mike, Mike and Oscar, the legend that is Ryan, Little Nick and Film Busters. Thank you very much to everyone for those retweets. I've got special thanks this week to Jill Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glynn, Sean Pan and Nicholson, Emirate Movies, LJ Human, Ian McIntyre, Mr Positivity, he didn't like uh, the old Winnie uh, the Pooh film. No? Did he? I don't know. Oh, you know what? One I've... and a half stars. He said there's people turned up half hour into the film mm. and it's only hour and 20 long and they left before the end of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, didn't like that at all. Ryan, Kareem Halliwell, Dave Horrocks, Ben, Paul, and I'm going to include Adam from Film Busters because I think... He we... is going to fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah, just keep adding him to yeah? the thanks. Yeah, put him on the fucking tweets. He'll okay. love it. He'll love it. Perhaps I'll add him to the retweet, double tag him. Let's yeah. get it going. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Just gets everybody that we know to tag Adam into everything that they post. Yes. <laughs> Should we? Yes. <laughs> insane. Oh, i got a feeling Ben and Paul will be right up for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Chris D. Chris D. Let's do that then. Yeah. Promo, mate. I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harrison. We co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984. And we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. There we go. That's our friends at Awesome Movie Year podcast. This week, they've got Brandon Cronenberg. They're doing his first film, Antiviral. Infinity Pool mm. is his latest one. Mm. And uh, I haven't heard a lot about it, but I really want to see it. Yeah, you and me both, it sounds... Mia yeah. Goff, yeah. Mia Goff yeah. from Skarsgård, yeah. You yeah. like her, didn't you? Yeah. So um, it does look good. Yeah. It does look good. Sounds, um, sounds like there's a pretty horrific cut around as well, pretty graphic cut. Nice. So whether or not that's the one that comes out, but whether we even get it over here... <laughs> You know, our boring country. Perhaps we'll get it straight to streaming or something. <laughs> Not boring at the minute, is it? It's quite a no. bit going on, you know? Yeah, yeah but... quite a bit going on. Why, sh- why show a film like that when you can fill every screen up with Ant-Man? That's oh, what... Is that what it is? Yeah, every fucking Jill's screen. Jill's going to see it. I've declined... Yeah, because I think I probably would go asleep, and I didn't really like the last one, so I'm going to wait for it to come on to whatever. Disney Her and Sophie going on a Paul Rudd... Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Shock! Yeah. I forgot he was that man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've never heard of antiviral, no. um, but uh, something maybe I can check out. Yeah. So, please listen to our friends, the Awesome Movie Year please. Podcast. Go on then. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag, what's that film? 
Any more flashes of uh, inspiration? No. no. Good. Good. Next week, though, mate. Really? Fucking brilliant. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're just saying that this week's your shit? No, no. Right. Next week's is the one to look out for. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So who got what and what was it? It was a few good men, mate. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But um, LJ said three. He said it was a bit of a letdown. But I've got <laughs> loads of scores in, mate. Loads Why of Because I think I built it up too much. Yeah, I a little think, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Emma got a one, Kareem got a three, Dave H got a three, Glyn got a three, Paul got a three, Jill got the same as Steve. I can't remember what that was. I think it was a two. Okay. Jamie Russell got a four, Adam two a penny, five, Sean yeah. five. Blimey. It was a good one, that one. Loads yeah. of scores in. It was it was as good as it could have been, LJ. <laughs> as good as it's ever going to get. We need to get Adam back on. Yeah. Again, I forgot. I forgot, uh, yeah. I forgot the, the fun that we had when Adam was on. Yeah. So uh, yeah, five, eh? Yeah. Five. So he's back in, back in scoring. Well done, Adam. Well done, Sean. Again, you are the winners for last week. So well, there's no real winners, is there? In this, no. But, uh, <laughs> no. I like to think I'm the the biggest loser of all of it, yeah. having to do it live. But um, uh, what you got for us this week? Five points, then, mate. What's that feel? You can put a cat in an oven, but that don't make it a biscuit. I'm pretty sure I do know the saying, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, you will know. Really this are, one, I'm mate. never going to guess the film from that one. I'm afraid. Four points, there, mate. What's that film? Doesn't this guy look like one of those motherfuckers from the Brady Bunch? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Three points, there, mate. What's that film? Hey, baby. I don't mean to brag, but I'm the greatest. <laughs> uh, no. No. Two points in, mate. <laughs> Has that got the word motherfucker in? What, Rocky? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so, mate. Okay. Right. Don't think so. Right. Two points. You have to imagine this in a woman's voice. I ain't going to get there tonight. Right. I ain't going to go up. Sorry about that. Two points. What's that film? See, if I'm thirsty, I don't want a glass of water. I want you to sympathise. I want you to say, Gloria, I too know what it feels like to be thirsty. I too have a dry mouth. <laughs> I do recognise it, I think. Of course you do, mate. Of course you do. Why are you saying it like that? Well, you should do. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. No? I don't know. One point, mate, then. What's that film? You see, Billy, it's like this. You have a smoke or you get smoked. And you got smoked. <laughs> I, oh, I don't think I'm going to find it tonight. We've got, got the names. We've got Billy. we got Gloria. Billy and Gloria. Um... Hey! hey! Yeah, yeah, it was a back of the head thingy, tippy tonguey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd know, I'd, I knew it from the first one, but Billy I've just... Hoyle hook shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you reckon that's going to be an easy one? I don't know, mate. I think the quotes are good, mm. but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm running on fumes at the moment. No. My brain's not working. But there we go. That's, that's a good film, though. Good yeah, film. I do yeah. like that one. Yeah. So if you think you know what it is, you're certainly going to score more than me. And uh, just let us know what you what you think you got yeah. via DM only, please. Moving on. Yeah. This is. Did you say that you had an Easter question in? Emma has offered up an Easter question. Well, when is Easter? March, end of March, isn't it? Is it that she, long? Yeah, she's not sent it over yet. But oh, is, it, is it? Because what? Because Jill said that she wanted to get some fucking uh, stuff for pancakes this week. Yeah, yeah. Only like forty days from Pancake Day. Is it? And that the idea? Oh, is it what? What Lent? is? Lent. Uh, I don't know. Mate. I don't know. 
I remember these buzzwords from school. There's like lead and Ash Wednesday and stuff. I just um, know pancakes. Yeah. So if Jill says pancakes day, I'll come home. She yeah, goes, well, you got a Shrove Tuesday, then you got Ash Wednesday, then they don't know, like wandering to the desert or oh, something. So when do we do the question? Pancake day or we do the question? Well, it's an Easter bit? question, so it'll be Easter time. All oh, right. And that's it's not a pancake question. We can do that around pancake day, I suppose. <laughs> and that's not pancake day, no. Easter. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> I no. just come home and go, what's the dinner? She goes, pancakes. Oh, it's pancake day. Yeah. We can have an Easter egg on it. <laughs> yeah, fucking sweet. Um, I'm already eating them anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been buying them quite often. You like you Easter know. egg chocolate? Oh, yeah. it's best chocolate. Yeah. Best chocolate. But uh, yeah, so people need to send us questions. Yeah. Not an Easter one, but well, a pancake Paul, one. Well, Paul rung me up today. He got very excited this morning. I got a message whilst I was still asleep. You awake yet? I thought, this is urgent. So on the way to work, rung him. I've got a question for the podcast, he said. <laughs> Started rattling through it, and I was like, you're going to have to email that shit in, mate. So he's going to email it in. <laughs> is it? Is yeah. it a pancake one? No, it's oh, not a pancake okay. one. I might have to wait then. <laughs> I think pancake day's next week. <laughs> Top five movie pancakes. <laughs> Slim pickings, I reckon. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, go on then. Um, so where can people send them? Have we they, done that? Yeah, they can send them via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Or if you're Paul, we can send it to your work address, I suppose. Yeah, no, he's got to use the official email oh, address. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Don't want that spam clogging up my folder. <laughs> so, uh, so on did. Moving on. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. There we go. All right. So um, someone did send a question. They did. Who's it from? What's it about? It's from Mark in Sittingbourne. <laughs> right. And he heard us talking last week about Blumhouse. And me slagging it off. And I thought to myself, should we remind ourselves when Blumhouse did some good stuff? That was half of my reasoning for the question. The other half was, this would probably be easy. Um, turns out it wasn't. <laughs> well, it was relatively easy. Yeah, I mean, so it depends I, what I list thought, you look. Let's, let's remind us ourselves. They did some good shit. They've done some good shit. Let's celebrate them a little bit rather than me being sitting there going, right, fucking no. They've done a couple of bits that I didn't realise mm. that they were that mm. they'd done. And I don't really know whether to include them or not. Okay. I'm not quite sure if they're. Depends what list. I mean, it's difficult to try and work out what company they are, isn't it? Because I know they're a production company, but they get linked onto all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um, there were some bit. lists, and I thought, I'm not going to include them because it didn't seem very blumhousey to me. No. There we go. Yeah. So, what you got? My number five, mate, is Upgrade. Right. Okay. I quite like that one. It was good. I've got it on my list. I've got to be honest. I've got, got more than five because yeah. I think that there probably will be some crossovers. Yeah. But yeah, Upgrade, that was, that was good. It that was. was all right. I, I don't think I enjoyed it so much on a rewatch, right. but it's still a good, solid film. Did you see in their sort of up and comings, there's a thing called STEM? It's either something that they did and then Upgrade was born from it. Okay. Or something that they're doing. And then I think it's obviously something to do with it. Yeah. With that, there we go. So my number five is something that I watched recently. Uh, it's The Lords of Salem. Okay. Um, it's not great. Yeah. But I, I quite liked it. I yeah. do like. Um, I do like uh, Rob Zombie. And, uh, I can't say I've seen that one, mate. Have you not? No. Okay. I mean, like I say, it's not great, but uh, yeah. but it was it was a good, it was a decent watch, decent yeah. first time watch. Okay. My number four, mate. I know you're not a huge fan, but these are my in my wheelhouse a bit more new. And it's the original Paranormal Activity. Mm. It made a buckload of cash. And it probably bankrolled a lot of their shit. Wasn't that really the only good bit was where someone had got dragged up the stairs or something? 
That I mean, really, the rest of it was just... But yeah, but it's it's the psychological side of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. bit. But I love the paranormal side. I'm intrigued by paranormal stuff. Not so much you. So it was proper in my wheelhouse. Okay, there we go. Um, my number four is a film called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Okay. And it's like a slasher film. Yeah. I quite liked it. Okay. My number three, mate, again... Not sure you're a huge fan, but I thought it was a fucking great idea. Stretched out far too much with some shit, but it was the original Purge. Okay. I, I probably liked the t- first two or three. Then they the started getting a little right. bit silly, but the idea was great. Yeah, the idea was good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. My number three mm. is Halloween Kills. Okay. I know that you weren't a great fan of that one. I know Ryan wasn't a great fan of that one, but uh, for me... That that brutality of that, when he was just stabbing people up and beating the shit out of them, I thought it was great. I thought that one was the the best one of the three. Okay. Uh, My number two, mate, The Invisible Man. There you go at that. That was a freaky little fucker at one point, wasn't it? I still don't think it was perfect. No, it was, um, it was but there better was than a, I thought it was Yeah, be. you and me both. I think I, I think they had sort of fallen into their little average trap by then, and actually, it was a nice surprise. It gave me that uh, one of the, the best sort of uh, jumps that yeah. I've had for ages, which was the paint bit. Yeah, up the stairs. Yeah, it was good, that, wasn't it? Good. So my number two is Get Out, mm. which uh, I, I don't know if I like it as much as uh, some people. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. It was. Watching. It was built up a bit. The problem I've got really is the fact I don't think he's made a film as good as that since. No. Didn't really think Us was as good. And no, I didn't I get it. A lot of people good. seem to rate those higher than Get Out. But Do I think it? Get Out's a standout out of yeah, those, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. My number one, mate, is Black Klansman. I mean, I've got Black Klansman. By a well. long way, I'd say. I still want to be called Flip Zimmerman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I'm, call you anything. So I might, oh, you know when you get older, like, yeah. like when you leave work and that, and yeah. like obviously if I'm just like, once I've left work and there's not many people who really need to call me by my name and all that, mm. I might change my name to Flip Zimmerman. Okay. You know, because yeah. like if it's just me and Jill, like she can start calling me Flip, be all right. At least, you know what I mean? If it work, you've got to change your email and all that, and yeah. you know what I mean? But I think I might do it. I'm trying to remember the name of the Hollywood actor that I love his name of. I'm going to have to try and think of it while we're going because there's certain... Oh, Desmond Harrington, that's it. (laughs) I want to be Desmond Harrington. I think you'd have to cut your hair if you was a Desmond Harrington. You think? I think he's a bit more suave than you look. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. (laughs) I think I can get away with a flip Zimmerman. Okay. um, Yeah, Black Klansman. Yeah. It was good. Standout, wasn't it? I mean, I've got some... some, I've got some others on there that I thought was all right. Freaky. Yep. Um, the Gift. Yeah. Um, I've got The Gallows as well. I don't know if you've okay. seen The Gallows. They're making The Gallows too. Um, a few of those. Got anything else? Okay. Got I quite enjoyed Unfriended for what it was. All right, yeah. um, the Black Phone was all right. The Hunt, just for a few scenes in there. I thought there'd not been many films that have put me on the back edge in the first 20 minutes like that one did. When it got rid of Edmund Roberts. It kept getting rid of the main characters. <laughs> in like, shit, um, which was nice and fresh. I got a happy death day. I don't mind that. Or Sinister. Right. I thought okay. they was all right. They are a lot a lot of average films. Right. They are king of the average, aren't they? But they, they are, have yeah. done some good stuff. Yeah. So there we go. So uh, that's a few. Uh, so hopefully they they'll was, come back and do, do a few more. They were chucking up Lawless on one of them, and I was like, I'm not convinced about this. Uh, that would have been top of the list for me. But 100%. It would have been, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah there's some lists. I mean, there's obviously when he was like, when they were 
ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Doing some bits and bobs. Mm. All right then, mate. Yeah. Moving on. Yes, mate. We saw a film. We did. We saw a film. It's currently 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18. Three hours and nine minutes long. Builds a comedy, drama, history of synopsis of a tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess. It traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. $78 million budget, so far grossing $56 million. This is directed by Damien Chazelle, starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, Jean Smart, Jovan Adepo and Legion Lee. This was 2022's Babylon. Better have a good clip from this. I think what we have here in Hollywood is high art. It's... If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I always want to be part of something bigger. Yes. Let's go. Something that lasts, that means something. You know, when I first moved to LA, I got your face touching your lips. You know what the signs on all the doors read? No actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. Good morning. Good job for you. I'll do anything. That's the cocksucker they sent to screw us. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Things inappropriate. Uh, there's one part of score, of the score, like you know, like the drummy bit, and mm-hmm. the whole that goes through. I was hoping that was going to be in the clip, but mm-hmm. I like that clip, mate. I like that clip. So well done. So um, interesting, interesting. Uh, losing a bit of money, mm. this one. I haven't really read a great deal of uh, good reviews on it. It's sitting at 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, but 7.4 on IMDb. So mm. seems to be doing better with the, the crowd rather than the critiques. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of 2000 and, well, I'm going to call it 2023 in this country. Okay. It's 2023's Babylon. I learned a lot, mate. I've, I've actually learned what it's like to be ADHD. What? Because that was fucking nuts, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it? It was just... I mean, let's be honest, it's far too long. There's, there's no question. In my head, it's far too long. But Do you think? Huge performances. I think it's... I think it is. If you look it on paper and go, mm. that's too long, yeah. then it's too long. Mm. But I didn't find the length, I don't think. I didn't... If I'm fair... I didn't notice a length too much, but I did think a few times, are we going anywhere? <laughs> um, but I did think there was huge performances in it mm. um, and a visual spectacular, but it was nut-nut. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's just it just reminded me of being inside an ADHD brain. Right. I mean, it, it's, I mean, it is quite manic and chaotic. Manic, right. it's like Moulin Rouge, mate. <laughs> I mean, I really shouldn't have liked it. I think yeah. um, if those, if if this situation, so if I'm at somewhere like that, like a party or somewhere, or or if I was down the pub and like there was all this noise and people were acting silly, you know, like those silly things that I tagged you mm. in and all that on 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 Facebook, you know, the, the English pubs where they all get really loud and all that. I tend to try and switch off and go to my happy place. Yeah. So like I would have expected to have done that in this film, but you know, I just didn't. Mm. I just didn't. I embraced it. I embraced Good the chaos. You, I did. Um, um, the half hour or so craziness at the party at the start, but even before the title that came up. 32 minutes before it was the title yeah. card. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was just fantastic and uh, a, a great opening, um, something that I shouldn't have liked. I did not go to my happy place. I embraced it. 
and uh, and yeah, set me up for for a good view. Yeah, I think one one thing I always harp on about is dynamics in a film, mm. but this just kept its pace and energy. And I've always wondered what it would be like to have a film that just did that. Because mm. I know you get Moulin Rouge and bits, but you have uh, it didn't get tiresome for me. If I'm honest, I didn't think at any point let's slow down a bit. Right, because I think everything they did was the the story of the show was excess, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's actually reflected in the film. Everything was in excess. Everything was over the top. Oh, I mean, it was just mental. Important story to tell, though. If you're into film, you should really because there is a story behind it. It's the story of the transition from silent movies yeah. to to talkies. And yeah, if you're into film. This yeah. should be something that you you're interested in. It, yeah. There was that plot. There was that plot behind it. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a slightly different approach from the Fablemans, but it's weird how we've almost got two films as an ode to cinema mm-hmm. that are just complete parallels of each other. <laughs> they are polar opposites. Yeah, right. just right. crazy. You could not put them too far, but both of them had a nice effect. And actually, this one, I learnt a lot. Just by watching how they used to film yeah. and how they used to do stuff and the silly bits and pieces that went with that. And I'd never even thought of the logistics of adding microphones and sounding. No. And when you're seeing them with all this padded room and like it's even, they've got the microphone set so high they can't even have a camera running and they've got yeah, to put yeah. him in a sweat box <laughs> and all this shit like that. It's just. It was really educational in the weirdest possible way. Yeah, I mean, it had a bit of an ode, didn't it, to singing in the rain? Yeah, which, which yeah. The, the singing in the rain, I suppose you've seen, and yeah, it's the same sort of. Da, 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 well, they had the, the little odes to it, didn't yeah, they, with yeah. Brad Pitt singing it, and uh, and obviously the bit with Margot Robbie and change her accent and things like that. So I uh, quite liked that. It was obviously going to be a character-driven film yeah. because yeah. there were so many big characters around in in those times. Yeah. Massive cast. Yeah. Massive cast. Yeah. And, and we we'll just go through a few of them. Margot Robbie. Amazing. Wasn't she? Oh, I did hear. There were, apparently this was originally, or there was two people put up for it. So it was Emma Stone or Margot Robbie. Right. And I loved Margot Robbie, but I can't help but think what it would be like with Emma Stone. Right. So I think it sort of almost had her written all over it. I don't think Margot Robbie did a bad job. She was fucking the energy she has and the way she can control the scene. Yeah. I can't help but wonder what Emma Stone would have been. Because them two really are two powerhouses. Yeah, they? yeah. I mean, I did find the character more annoying as the movie went on, but luckily I didn't let it get to the point where I didn't want to see her on screen. Yeah. Loved the points where she was like so good at acting, where she could cry on on that, that scene where <laughs> she, she first went into it. Um, but yeah, a troubled soul and, yeah. and many of those have we seen in film and the entertainment industry over the years. Um, I, and you could feel sorry for her. You knew what was going to happen as it as it sort of went on. But um, but yeah, her story through that that quick sort of like um, introduction into entertainment, mm. right through to an early demise. You know, um, I, just from start to finish, it was just fantastic, wasn't it? Mm. Brilliant performance. It was. Um, <laughs> now uh, opposite her, Brad Pitt. He's a suave motherfucker, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that there was numerous amounts of characters like his. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah. Um, he certainly got started. tropes of a lot of the others, I'd imagine. Yeah. And um, the discussion between him and the magazine writer 
woman mm. um, was among my favourite scenes. Yeah. The, the, the realisation that she was saying to him, saying, look, your time's passed, you know what I mean? Don't don't be sad, it's just happened. And, he's, you know, his character was just fantastic, though, all the mm. way through. And you can see the end to his uh, his story coming. But all yeah. of his scenes, when he was doing them in, in the silent films, it is a bit sad when they started laughing at him and things like that. But, uh, you know, we, we've all done it, haven't we? Yeah. We've, all, we've all watched careers go downhill. Yeah. And, it is and brutal sort of, world, it is. yeah, yeah, and uh, but yeah, I was just watching the way that in the the silent films and that was great. Wasn't it, it was a couple of standout scenes for me with him. It was certainly the one where he was absolutely shit faced walking up the hill. I couldn't get him up there. Yeah, and then it was like action, and he went into this real suave. He absolutely stole the scene, <laughs> like the true consummate professional he is. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. And there was another scene when he got offered a part, and he was like shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> this is shit. You you need me to dig you out a hole, don't you? Just tell me, and I'll be there. Yeah, um, and I think by then he had actually accepted that he weren't king of the hill anymore. Mm. That's what I mean. That that discussion and that they had about his career coming to an end was just great. I just thought that was really good. It was a sad end to his story. I saw it coming. I didn't yeah. agree with the decision that the character made. Right. I mean, I imagine that if you're in the performing arts, you are addicted to the buzz. Yeah. that you get yeah. and when that goes it doesn't matter how much money and whatever you've got around you which is really sad you know well, it must it must be hard because everyone you soak up you get that ego it must be impossible it's like even these pop stars and that no one tells you no everyone tells you you're amazing you take a pee you did the best pee ever <laughs> it, you are just the most amazing person so suddenly no one really wants to know you. And actually, it's not a good life. Because have, have you actually got any real friends? Have you actually got any life? No. Is anything real? And then suddenly you're bumped back down to earth. I suppose you have to be in that. Uh, in that and have be been. Lewis Capaldi, that's what I say. <laughs> in a world of all these dicks, be a Lewis Capaldi. I mean, I just want to, I would just want to have that money and just go and sit on my own anyway yeah. i would have been quite happy with that you know what i mean yeah. so uh, away from the limelight but i suppose you've got to be the sort of person who enjoys it they crave it don't they and who's done it yeah, yeah. it's almost i suppose it's almost like a drug isn't it that endorphin rush yeah of you need it and you need validation i suppose you you end up basing your whole career on being validated by everyone else yeah i, I just wish that he'd gone and mm. enjoyed his life at the end. He actually seemed a nice geezer, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. He didn't come across as a dick character. He was actually quite a nice bloke. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I mean. I felt yeah. sorry for him in the end. Yeah. Um, Joe Vanadepo as Sidney Palmer was a great character. Yeah. I liked him. Um, the score of the film, so like that jazz, bluesy score. I've got such an exciting story about Have the score, you? mate. But, I mean, his part, there, there was that techno-y type main piece which had that real big beat and it yeah. sounded really good through the through the old Sonos, um, and it repeated all the way through. But the jazz blues that his band were playing were fantastic, and that was the element of the score of the film, and I just thought it was brilliant, absolutely great. I got so excited, mate, because that is my kind of music. Mm. And I was listening to it, and I said to the missus, that's Leo Pellegrini on sax. Right. She goes, how do you know? I'm, like, I'm telling you now, it's Leo Pellegrini on sax. Right. Couldn't find it anywhere. She was like, meh. Then I went on Google, looked it up. It fucking was, mate. Was it? Yeah, have you ever watched on YouTube? There's a fella with weird spiky hair and he wears lots of like bright suits and stuff and he plays auto sax at, like, in New York subway. Right. 
um, and he they do all these videos, and he's just busking, and he flicks around, dances while he's playing and stuff. Sounds horrendous, yeah, but uh, it's amazing. But he has got such a distinct sound, right? Um, and it's in there, and there's three of them. But it amazing driving score, right. absolutely. But yeah, I was so excited, I was right. Right. I, d- I'm, I couldn't handle being wrong twice in a year. <laughs> it just, I just couldn't let it happen. So what's the uh, what's the the great fact about the score? Well, it it was saying? a bloke from YouTube. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, I thought yeah. you had some interesting information yeah, no. about the score. Yeah, he's, oh, he's right. playing on it. Oh, the auto oh, oh, that was, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lee Jun Lee, I liked her character. Yeah. I liked the, uh, you know what I mean, the, the, the cold calculated sort of one that got what she wanted and yeah. I thought she was good. Well, she was a good character. Yeah, in a way, though, she wasn't always cold and calculated, was she? No, no, no. She was, she, there was certainly a softer side to her when she yeah. was away from everyone. She was like an enigma mm. when she was performing. She yeah. was a performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but they had that tender moment, didn't they? Yes, they um, did. Which was really nice. Um, Toby Maguire, I mean, there's a film on his character somewhere there in there. Is, there is, mate, but I can't help but feel it was blown up in the summing. Like, I've seen a lot of gifs around this. Have you? I forgot he was in it. Yeah, no, I've seen so many gifs around it, and I was actually really looking forward to it. And I thought he was the most underused character. Yeah, I mean, he was a side character. He wasn't he in was, it for long, you're right. But, but I, there is a movie around his they, character oh, somewhere, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. I just can't help but feel. There was a bigger part for him in this one. Yeah, one of my favourite scenes was when he said about the prop money and uh, when they were sitting there with him and he, he told him that it was prop money, yeah. not real money. Well, that was quite good. He shit himself, didn't he? Um, I didn't take to Manny Torres, though. Right. I thought he was okay to start with, uh, but when he went away from being the person who was assisting, that yeah. sort of like assistant, you know, you get that sort of person, I suppose, in a... This reminded me of like Triangle Sadness or a Wes Anderson film in yeah. some ways. And you get that character, didn't you? You have like uh, those sorts of quirky sort of characters. Yeah. And I liked him when he was like that, but I disliked him more as he made his way through the ranks and I couldn't quite get on with him. He was the one character that didn't really appeal to me okay. through the film, which is a bit of a shame because he was quite prominent in it. Right, I only, I only had one character like that and it was Eric Roberts. Right, okay. Got my fucking head in. Right. I, d- I just think the blokes had it, if I'm honest. When I, I think- couldn't... I c- Go on, had it. Yeah, he's, 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 he, I mean, he turned up in the Expendables. I could understand that. He ain't A-list, is he now? <laughs> There's a lot of people in this, though. Yeah, I don't there, think he was ever A-list build, was he? I, I, I mean, we had the whole snake fighting and stuff like that, which was just absolute carnage. <laughs> um, I was glad to see the back of him, if I'm honest, that was, by that point. That was quite a mad scene, wasn't uh, it? Um, but actually, I think an underappreciated character was the woman director. Right. I thought she was brilliant. I should have written her name down, but totally forgot to. Um, but actually, it was nice seeing a female person in one of these roles. I can imagine to be male-dominated. Yeah. But the way she reacted to Margot Robbie actually being able to act. Yeah, because she looked a bit pissed off that she had to do the thing in the she first was, place. She was just having to deal with all these fucking prima donnas and shit like that, and actually someone is hurt, and she came alive. Yeah. And I thought she told a really good story through that. The, um, I mean, it looked authentic, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's at 70 to 80 million dollars. I don't know if that includes wages and all that, because if that includes wages, they ain't made a bad film for that I, amount I think of money. I, I get a feeling, they might have fucked up here, but I get a feeling a lot of people might have signed on for profit. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for five mil, but yeah. I want 5% of profit. They might have dropped a bollock, because when you write down... The synopsis for what it's going to be, this Ode to Hollywood, and it's going to have Brad Pitt, it's going to have Margot Robbie, it's going to have all these people in. It's going to be a absolute masterpiece, a three-hour-long 
spectacular about Hollywood. I think it had to be that long, though, yeah. to tell the story. Like Because as I, as I think, I think it's an important story, even though it's obviously done in like a, a mental way. But yeah, you, you're right. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But it looked good. I thought the buildings, the costumes, the cars... Cars are beautiful. I'm not normally a car man, but some of them were amazing. I I can kind of imagine Brad Pitt going, yeah, we'll just use mine. (laughs) Because he's basically that bloke, isn't he? Yeah. He's basically played himself there. He's not quite at the end of his career like they were, but he is that icon. He is. Yeah, yeah. Scenes, scenes that you like. So the magazine woman with um, Brad Pitt, I thought was a good scene. The the opening party, I thought was good. Uh, Lot of cock. Huh? Lot of cock. I I did say to the missus, I'm gonna pause the booby bush bum game <laughs> for five minutes because I got a feeling this. You is just going. wanted to play the cock game, didn't you? I, well, I just said I've got to pause cock, it because I cock. think this is gonna go off, <laughs> and it was just constant. And I was like, boobies, 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 boobies. I was like, right, let's pause it. Pipe. We ain't said that word for Pipe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was quite a lot of pipe. You're yeah. right. Uh, Margot leaving the dinner party with a bang and a vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I could see her getting wound up and yeah. obviously doing that. Uh, Margot's first acting job yeah. was another one of mine. Toby Maguire in the basement. Yeah, That bloke eating a rat, though, that wasn't was oh, very nice, was, was it? Great, but that was, uh, that I, I could see a film around his character just based on that. I, I thought there was supposed to be like quite a graphic orgy in it, I'd read. Right. But I couldn't quite work out if it was supposed to be. There's lots the of that party going on in the party scene, or was... the basement bit where they were. But oh, I, yeah. I thought that there was supposed to be quite a graphic scene. Margot Robbie said that she was surprised that they got away with it. Um, I know at the party scene there are a few people banging in the background. Yeah, but so. do you think it's cut? Do you think there's a bit that we're missing? No, perhaps. Pre- pre- well, they might have just. It just didn't seem. It down a yeah, bit. it just didn't seem to me to match what she was saying. Weirdly, though, mate, I didn't think all of that seemed gratuitous. No, not it at all. It matched the yeah. story we was in. It wasn't just placed there. Yeah. It was to show that decadence and that over the top. It's like a normal party around Tim and Lisa's house <laughs> for me. So uh, you know, no different, no different. And the random people dying yeah. through the film, like getting speared. Um, yeah. and, and the bloke in the box and stuff yeah. like that. I thought that was quite funny. I thought the way that they, they just accept they're dead. Yeah. Any, any more scenes that you... Uh, the, oh, the, the snake, that was, that was oh, a good I one. I mean, I've actually got... It's actually difficult to pick any because just by the time you had chance to digest a scene, you were free behind because so much was happening so quick. I do think my favourite was, weirdly, the one where they was trying to make film the scene with the microphones and the bloke's trying to get out of the box... And they get in this high pitch of it. And just, you could feel the tension and the fact they're all successful, but, you know, over their heads now and their world's crumbling around yeah. them. But, the, I mean, the snake scene was absolutely nuts um, when he gets hit by the car. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just utter. It was just mental. <laughs> I've got no other word for it. Did thought, we ever find out it was throwing the party? Whose party it was? Because they all turned up at this house and had a no. party. Well, no. And I was like, who else is that? Because yeah. people are coming out the windows. And... Yeah, I don't think we did. Um, someone with a lot of cocaine. Yeah. So that was uh, that was mad. Then um, at the ending with Margot and Pitt put a sad spin on the fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's there's probably a, a, a many a real life tale of people sort of in the same situation. Yeah. I, I felt like I liked the characters enough for them to have a better ending. Um, than they actually got. I couldn't work out whether she was kosher when she said she'd marry him. Why? Because I thought that was going to be a link back to her being able to cry. 
Yeah, I, I honestly believe that she was just saying that she always had the intention of just fucking off. And, yeah. and I, I think that she was doing it to protect him rather than her. I think she knew that uh, what was going to happen to her and she'd accepted that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite quite a tender moment and I thought that was quite um, quite sad scenes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think it's telling an important story of the history of film. Um, I, I don't think you can do it in less than three hours, three and a half hours or whatever, um, if you're going to do it properly. But it's a shame that it's sort of bombed at the box office. Yeah, I can't help but feel it's a bit like one of them posh old buffets, mate, and all you can eat buffets. But do you think that people know that it's like this? I didn't think it was going to be this bonkers. No. I thought it was going to be a bit slow. Like if you said to me three hours, ten minutes, about a story about the um, uh, the film industry going from silent to... Uh, I know that the synopsis isn't that. It does say it's the outrageous excess. Yeah. But I didn't think that I was going to get this film. No. And if I'd known that I was going to, I probably would have been more excited about seeing it. Yeah, so uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't wilt through it. And normally you think three hours, nine minutes, I'd be thinking there's going to be a film. But it's just kept going. But it is like... Like I say, just this all-you-can-eat buffet, but it's all top-quality food, but there's just so much of it. And I just wondered sometimes how much people can take. Yeah, I just don't remember it being sold. It was like exciting. The film it yeah, I just don't remember seeing any trailers or anything that described what I saw. <laughs> and it's a shame, really, because I think a lot more people would like it. Yeah. Perhaps um, it'll do better when it comes to streaming then and word gets out. Maybe, maybe. Perhaps we'll spread the word. Perhaps down to Movie Drone Podcast, we'll see the gross go to like 150 million <laughs> just through us talking about it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Have, have you done any more? Got any I, more? I just wanted to just say that it just must have been a really exciting time to be around and oh. to be part of when you watch it. It, it sort of, the people there were chances and it was just passion and luck. Yeah. You had some talented people. I mean, it's, it's closed doors now, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to try and get into something like that, it's all oversubscribed. Even something, mate, like a simple movie podcast is oversubscribed. <laughs> And some people are not wanted. <laughs> do you um do you think that a lot of these actors sort of filmed at the same time, sort of ever met? Do you reckon Margot and Brad Pitt really ever did anything? Because uh, thinking about their scenes, they yeah. were they weren't really in a massive amount. You, you know, you get these films yeah. where people don't even see the other people. Yeah. Um, I can imagine that that was this was like one of these where I'd love to have seen around. a storyboard and this filming schedule for this. <laughs> Honestly, it must have been similar to my like my uni project. <laughs> the 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 timeline I've got written out with little dots everywhere, right. trying to work out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so, have you got any scores? I have, mate. I got eighty four. Have you? Mm. Blimey, that's good, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I've I really enjoyed it, mm. but I've got seventy four because mm. I'm a bit more of a conservative scorer yeah. than you, aren't you? Yeah. So it's probably around about the same when you think about how yeah. we score stuff differently. So yeah, I I, I think it's a good score for me. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's solid. I was, I was like, there, there's very little I can fault in it. Okay, and that, I think that's got to have a high score, whether or not I would watch it religiously. It's a, it's a long watch, but I mean, I certainly will watch it again yeah. at some point. It's, yeah. it's just nutballs, mate. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched anything else, no. I'm afraid. I've not had time to watch a fuck all else. I've managed to squeak into the whale, mate. I'll watch that one. Right. Um, hopefully we'll discuss that in the next, over the next few weeks. And I watched some programme last night about some kid getting his spine... Um, <laughs> operated on oh, right, and right. I was talking about how delicate operation it was and they were smashing the shit out of it with chisels and hammers and stuff and bending it round with wires 
horrific. Have you you've seen when people say they have plastic surgery and that, and it, and then you see yeah. liposuction? It's fucking rough. But isn't they it? was chipped. They had chipped all these vertebrae off. They put these big screws in next to his spinal cord, right. rammed it round with this thing, and then got the bone they had chipped off in a blender. Started pasting it all in, but they had to smack the crap out of his bone beforehand to make sure that it would accept the new bone. Nice. It was. He was up and walking, mate, with a rucksack after five weeks. Was he? Blimey. Fuck, I can have a cold longer than that and not want to get out of bed. (laughs) Poor young lad, but it was amazing. Good, Mm. good. I did watch something while I was on the treadmill today, something about the history of video games. I mean, it's not really interesting to you. I don't think you know what I'm talking about. Donkey Kong. Paperboy. (laughs) I I was reminded of a game called Paperboy the other day. Yeah, Yeah, I used to love that one. Did you? Yeah. All right. Okay. So moving on. Yeah. So this is the next section. This is the section that we have to call homework. Homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. It was me to you this week. So I gave you a 2014 film directed by Alex Garland, starring Donald Gleeson, Oscar Isaac, Alicia Vikander, Sonoya Mizono and Corey Johnson. Running time of 108 minutes, budget of $15 million, taking $36 million at box office, 7.7 on IMDb, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of Caleb Smith, a young programmer, gets a chance to become a part of a strange scientific experiment where he's expected to assess artificial intelligence by interacting with a female robot. I gave you 2014's Ex Machina, if you, uh, if you want to say it how Jill does. Yeah. Ex Machina. First off, mate, can Americans please stop calling their kids Corey? It's not <laughs> helpful for me. Um, very distracting. Um, <laughs> First thing I want to say, mate, is absolutely stunning sets and design. But actually really something special. It was really, really good. Um, I didn't entirely get on with the actress that played Eva. I found her a little bit bland. Well, Vikanda. Yeah, but I, 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 I just... Maybe exactly what those can for, because it's that human AI thing. I just found her a bit bland. That was all. Just didn't really get... It's a robot, yeah. Yeah, but... yeah, but a bit bland. A bit bland. Um... Very intelligent movie, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, um, it knew exactly where it was going and the point it was making. And I thought, actually, the writing of it is really, really good. They certainly had a good foundation to work from, I think. I loved all the little comments in there about data collect. When, what year did you say this was? 2014. Yeah, a little bit of before its time, I think. And yeah. they're talking about the data collection and how they can say anything. They can't say anything because they won't want to implicate themselves. Yeah, there's some good scenes. I quite yeah. like the uh, yeah the, the the one where the all the power kept going off and she yeah. kept saying those funny the, the remarks and all that yeah. about him and stuff. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was all good. Oscar Isaac, he was great. Yeah, he he was really really good character, and I thought he nailed it. He was sort of sinister, but had that likable manipulative side to him. Um, I'd love to be that clever as well. Would you well, like the house? The house was. Oh, the you? house. Will we get onto the house? All right. But yeah, but I'd love to be that clever. I wouldn't be fuck arsing around growing onions with different light bulbs, would I? <laughs> be building people. 
<laughs> well, what do you mean? I mean? Onions? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, allium species, yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Yeah. If you just said earlier, you're growing onions under Can't a thing. Can't call it onions, I mean, mate. I mean, I would have been well hooked to then. Yeah. I wouldn't have been asleep. Yeah. Jeez, I would have been on the edge of my seat. Full spectrum lighting as well. Hey, <laughs> eh? no fucking about, mate. I thought there was great little twists and turns where they're all trying to do each other over and you're not really sure what one will get the upper hand. Um, and you also almost had that freeway thing of could anyone trust anyone? And I quite like that. Um, I really hope Eva can sort herself out a charger or she's a bit fucked, isn't she? Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Well, plug herself in. Plug it, yeah, yeah, but let's... Just plug herself in. Um, I think with the key sort of theme that run through it, we had the power and manipulation thing, and it sort of resonates really well at the moment. I actually think I'm better off watching this now than back then right, yeah. and seeing the power of companies and what they're trying to do. And Well, that's a good film then, isn't it? Mm. So it's obviously... In it's aged really well. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, if you're saying that it's probably better to watch it now, yeah. That's, I, that's, I think that's, it was that's, ahead of its time and yeah. I think it's actually more relatable now than possibly when it came out, I don't know. Certainly a bit different than other films of this ilk, yeah, um, which was really nice. And I thought it was quite gentle, it was a nice, gentle watch, um, but really sort of engaging. There's no huge dynamics. I mean, no great moment of destruction or huge peril. Even the murder scene was slow, steady, thoughtful. Moida. Yeah, the moida scene. Um, the ending was a little bit rushed, maybe, but it, it was all done deliberately. There was no flicking around. I mean, it couldn't be total opposite to Babylon. Mm. I thought it was quite a relaxing... Um, another film that just says don't fuck about with this shit mate machines will rise and we don't need that <laughs> I've got a um, what's, what's the name of the um, is it Skynet yeah. thingy because yeah. um, we've got a, uh, a, a someone at work who's um, when they email to us mm. it's like another company outside it comes up as Skynet as their mm. uh, as their email address freaks me out every time really? I see an email from them yeah <laughs> I think they're taking over um, yeah I like the fact it would even though it was really intelligent, it's quite a simple film, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's it's not didn't try and astound us with all this random shit. Do you think it's a warning? Do you think it's a warning about? Yeah, us well, it all felt very stuff. real. Yeah. This is a thing. Although it's a science fiction thing, they didn't put any little twists on it, other than he was just a clever programmer and a very clever designer. And you kind of feel like they are working on shit like this and please don't we don't need it as long as Elon Musk has done it then it's yeah. just going to be one that dances and falls off the stage and that, yeah. you know what I mean so don't worry about it but I did love the lair mate I really want a lair especially one in a mountain yeah what a lair you, you, would you like the helicopter in and out all the time you'd probably die in I the helicopter I wouldn't be going in and out all the time I would be sitting on a swivel chair going and keep turning around under in front of a big glass thing right. looks out on my waterfall right. Having sex with your uh, your self. Your... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say your robot, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah. each to their own. Dominal Gleeson, he was all right. He was all right. I'm not I'm a bit strange on him. I'm not really. I don't, I don't even know where he fits in life. Probably fitted this character. Yeah, he did very this well. This character, yeah. But I don't yeah. know where he fits in no. the whole Hollywood glitz and glamour no, thing. No, other other characters. I think he's probably should be doing mm. films like The Banshees of Inisherin and the stuff yeah. like that. He's, yeah, I think he fitted this one because of that character. Yeah, yeah. No, he did a great job. I just struggled to see what other films I would put him in. But it was really, really captivating, mate. I gave it 84 and then I sat thinking about my store and I've had to drop it down to 82. Right. Because I gave it Babylon 84. Right. 
And I can't help but think Babylon's got the slight edge. Okay. But you two. Good. Is that all right? Yeah, why not? It's yeah. a good film. It, it is, is a good, good film. film. It's been well received and all that. So mm. uh, I'm not surprised that you sort of got on with it. That's good. Have you got one for me for next week? Yes, mate. I've got you one. It's currently 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's 15, two hours. Build as a crime drama with a synopsis of Kenny Wells, a prospector desperate for a lucky break, teams up with a similarly eager geologist and sets off on a journey to find gold in the uncharted jungle of Indonesia. Starring Matthew McConaughey, that's how you say it, Edgar Ramirez and Bryce Dallas Howard. $20 million budget, only grossing 15 though, mate. 2016's gold. What was the name? Matthew McConaughey. No, the other one, Kenny, Kenny Powers, Kenny... Kenny Wells. Kenny Wells. Yeah. Kenny Wells. I might change my name like to Kenny Wells one. rather than Philip yeah. Zimmerman. Yeah. Huh? Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm Matthew Mahonahay. I'll, <laughs> I'll be discussing him next gonna week. going to be loving life. So uh, I'm going to mention it in every sentence. Yeah. But uh, okay, mate. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a look at that. Should be quite solid. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what are we doing for the main next week? Something, we are, yeah. Something a little bit less uh, easy, less hard. <laughs> less hard to get to and watch. Well, mate, yeah, look, just see if Gerard Butler's Pulled it out. I've I mean, heard. He's turning into Liam really Neeson. positive shit about this. Have you? It's weird because I thought I laughed at it because it was on Channel Five, advertising like in all the advertisements, and I was like, "That looks the shittiest fucking film <laughs> I've ever seen." I think Emma really likes it, and I said to Ryan because he really rated it, right. and I was like, "I thought it was going to be shit," and he was just like, "Oh, it is. It's just great." <laughs> all right. So I'm actually excited about oh, seeing good, it. Good, because I, I wasn't a greater fan of the old um, London has fallen and all that. Right. I thought the CGI and all that was shit on them. But let's see. Let's see yeah. if he's given us a yeah. a bit of a fun one. I could yeah. do with something fun. Yeah. So that's good, then, mate. That's good. So where can people contact us on social media? Please reiterate that. Via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Cool. So send us in your pancake questions. Yeah. Better do it quick. Yeah. And, uh, Top five pancake <laughs> toppings. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I won't do that one anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, come and quit with those. We might do that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so you done? I'm done, mate. All right then, mate. Well, hopefully everyone uh, uh, got through that one. Yeah. Uh, please have. Uh, please go and see Babylon. It's, yeah. it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Just and, just uh, for reference, by the time Steve's cut out of the coffin, we're at an hour and 24 minutes now, so let's see where long it came out at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be quite a lot less than that. Yeah. But, uh, but go. So you done then? I'm done. All right then. Do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. See you later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Mate, I went out last night, got dressed up, glitz and glam, my, my tuxedo and everything. I went to the oversized toupee awards. Yeah, there's lots of big wigs there. <laughs> 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 I got one. I did good. Uh, I think I'm just tired and delirious. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, my God. This better not be Aaron 24 minutes, I'll tell you that. You can, oh, fucking hell, can't even think.